We don't want to wait. I'm Robin. We do not want to wait. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. <laughs> uh, this is something. Yeah, we're, okay. we're doing a little late night recording because, uh, uh, well, I just finished watching Phantom and I think you were watching Phantom for the second time. And uh, Yeah, and the Lakes is on and nothing else is on and worked for the first time in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my wife fell asleep early, so that's basically <laughs> that's our life. Oh, I know why she. I know why she fell asleep. <laughs> why is that? Because I saw her Facebook post earlier today. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was a little tired. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, go ahead. I thought it was something else. Oh yeah, uh, no, the vodka and cranberry juice helped too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, that's a byproduct of having children. You just have to have that, uh, that, you know, evening drink. Escapism. Uh, all right. So, uh, we, we have four episodes to talk about tonight. We have Nemesis, uh, something else. Noir. Noir. (laughs) Prototype. Prototype and Phantom. And we're finishing up season six. I only have one little bit of news here. It's been great. You think so? Yeah, I love it. I I, I, lo- I love it too. I, I love I love a lot of this season. I can't say like this is you know this is the part of Smallville where it's like you know some of it kind of tests your patience. <laughs> some of it seems like it's not. Well, there were some there were some filler episodes, but yeah. overall, I'm glad that they they aged the characters up. Right, right. Yeah, they're definitely not in high school. They're definitely not in college. They're just working. <laughs> and uh, moving on. Um, I only have one bit of news for this week. Uh, the week that Nemesis came out, Michael Rosenbaum was also in movie theaters, uh, co-starring in the Jamie Kennedy comedy Kicking It Old School, which I, mm. I never, ever saw. Mm-hmm. and never really felt the need to either. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, speaking of Nemesis, let's talk about Nemesis. Uh, this is actually the first episode of Smallville that was written and directed by women. What? Yeah. Uh, written by Carolyn Dries and directed by Mersey Almas. So, okay. Yeah. And it's the one where Clark and Lex are forced to spend an entire episode together. <laughs> or at least most of an episode. So uh, we meet uh, Jody, Jody Keenan in the tunnels by Reeves Dam, um, where Lex is doing some sort of secret project, and uh, she's setting up explosives. He's building a water purification center. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first note is only the Luthers would scout dank underground tunnels in impeccable suits. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, as Lionel finds out, it, it's a trap. She's here to trap Lex and here to find out what happened to her husband, Wes. And uh, Lionel uh, warns Clark when he's being hauled into Smallville Medical Center that Lex has put something terrible into motion down there. And so... Yeah. And Le- and Lionel is like, you know, Clark, you're going to have to save him. You're the only one that can save him. Yeah. You're our only hope. <laughs> yeah. And there's a nurse nearby going, why? This kid? Really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Jody doesn't believe her husband's dead. There was no – there's – she – he was – apparently died in a helicopter crash, but there was no crash uh, reported. There's no body that's come up. So um, 
yeah, she sets explosives with Lex is just like, what the hell are you doing? And she's like, what, you haven't done anything crazy for love? And he's like, well, there's this, well, gosh, I, where do I start with my wife? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Lex tells her that uh, he was shot and that Luther Corp was trying to help him and he had a prolonged and unsettling death, which is just a terrible <laughs> thing to tell a widow. Um, so, um, yeah, Chloe, so Chloe tells Clark, Clark's, Chloe's just like, well, you know, leave him, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> but, you know, Clark doesn't, he's got those morals. Um, so Jody gets dispatched after a, a wrestle with a gun, which Lex kills her. And then it sets up an explosion, which traps him and Clark down there. There's kryptonite all over the place. Oh, yeah. Kryptonite is everywhere. It's like it's like Smallville, Smallville's uh, vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> Smallville is uh, DC's uh, Wakanda, apparently. <laughs> you want some Kryptonian, kryptonite, uh, you go to Smallville. Is it anywhere else? I guess it's not. It's just... The meteor shower happened there, and that, and it's underground, and it's above ground, and it's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, the Smallville universe, yeah, it just seems to be there. In the Superman movies, there at least was one piece in Addis Ababa, but... Addis Ababa, what's that? That's a place. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, we we got some good Lana scenes in, in, uh, in these last few episodes, and the first I love is... Uh, you know, Lionel's like laid up in bed and there's like the dark widow just like standing in his like rut row, Lionel. She's like, if he dies, this will be the only family I have left. <laughs> She's, I mean, she has learned to play people. Mm-hmm. And she goes in, talks to Lionel, and she, she's going, she tries to, she's, she pinches his IV tubing. Right, yeah, which is. Uh, if you I mean, I'm sorry. It's almost like she pushes down on the actual needle underneath his skin, right? She does that at one point, yeah. Yeah. She's like, with Lex missing, it turns out I'm in charge of your medical decisions today. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, if you die, I'll be free. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, he admits, uh, and, you know, it's slowly revealed over the course of the four episodes why Lionel trapped her. Yeah, uh, but, he wasn't doing it just for Lex's sake. Yeah, he was trying to protect that's how, Clark. <laughs> that's how we that's how we assumed it was that he's he doesn't want Lex to be hurt, so he wants Lex to be happy, so he yeah. has Lex's dreams with it's not it at all. He's trying to protect Clark. Yeah. Um and uh there's actually a deleted scene for progeny, um that uh Lana, after learning she had not been pregnant, actually goes home and greets Lex at home with a smile and champagne and tells him she's no longer interested in his offer to have her examined medically and that she'll now be totally devoted to him. And it would have been revealed in progeny rather than in this episode that Lana is actually on a quest for some revenge but is going to play some subterfuge, you know? (laughs) So... Uh, so they end up, Lana ends up with a locked briefcase that she takes from the cops and, and uh, shoots with a, a gun while playing Wagner really loudly in the mansion. You know, just classic <laughs> Luther uh, style. <laughs> and it's this Project Ares disc, which shows this uh, TV reporter or maybe like a tourist. 
mm-hmm. talking about, hey, we're in Patagonia, Argentina. And then suddenly the phantom that we saw in the uh, season premiere uh, murders her. So scary stuff. Mm. And she wasn't thinking that, oh, Lex may have security cameras in here and can see what I'm doing. You know, because <laughs> she lies to him later. Li- later, she tells him, oh, the police, they wanted me really bad. They shot it. Yeah, right. And like, so much. She doesn't It's not even the first time that she forgets that uh, there's uh, security cameras in the in the in the uh, mansion too. You know, um, there's another one I think in Phantom as well. Um, but anyway, so uh, Lex and Clark, you we have some hashtag Clex here, and uh, you know Lex is like acknowledging that Clark got through how no you know when nobody else could, and then Clark's like, well, nobody else is trying. <laughs> <laughs> because there's like explosives And Lex is surprised that uh, Clark's got some shrapnel in him Because last time something like Because of the basically the chisel um, that, And so he's able to be penetrated yes. Because of the kryptonite He's bleeding right. And uh, Yeah Clark gets off a crack about Believing in Lex's humanity and look where we are now <laughs> Um Chloe uh, leaves an awkward voicemail looking for Clark saying something about like, oh, I feel like a stalker ex-girlfriend, even though I was never your girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> eh, Chloe. Um, so, yeah, Chloe actually discovers that uh, uh, Lana has has had schematics for like hours, but, you know, who cares? It's just Lex. And uh, when Chloe says Clark's down there, she's like, well, you know, Clark will get out. We, you know, Clark is Clark. And uh, Chloe's like, well, actually, there's kryptonite down there. So, yeah, Clark is super weak. There's kryptonite everywhere. Um, And Lex has to carry him a lot of the way, (laughs) which, uh, you know, they get a lot of cuddle time. Good for them. Mm. (laughs) But (laughs) there's some good uh, discussion here, like. Clark says, "Why did you force her to marry you? She was, uh, she was going to leave you. And uh, what did you do?" And Lex is surprised that, uh, I, like, I'm like, "Why? Why are you telling him this? <laughs> well, if you guys get out, like, obviously he's going to be pissed at Lana, you know?" Yeah, uh, but I'm sure Clark kind of wanted him to be. <laughs> yeah, but it puts Lana in danger, and Lana, 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 Lana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, Clark asks if they were ever really friends And Lex says he had nothing to compare it to And uh, at some point You saw me as your nemesis And you turned your back on me Ding 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 name of the episode Nemesis <laughs> And so there's another explosion Rocks collapse on Clark and Lex takes off <laughs> Yeah Oh we think that Lex is just leaving him there to die You know there's just so much of that Yeah Because uh, Lana was gonna let Lex just die in the yeah. end, Lex was going to just let Clark die. But no, he went to get something to Clark. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I love it. He's like, uh, if you thought I was going to let you die down here alone, I guess you never knew me at all. Um, from the book of Smallville, um, it was a nice moment where here's Lex. He's going to leave Clark once again, um, Rosenbaum says. And Clark's Clark's going to somehow survive, even though Lex left him. But instead, there's this interesting turn, and I thought, oh, they'll never keep this in. But Lex comes back and helps Clark, and we needed that moment. In order to keep the series alive, I think it was very important that Lex turn around and help his friend. I think deep down, 
Lex resents a lot of what he's done, and I think Clark is the same way. It's like, wow, why did I lie to him all these years? Even though he's done a lot of bad things, I haven't been completely honest either. So it's hard to not blame yourself a little bit. <laughs> so I love how kind of Rosenbaum kind of sees things from Lex's point of view. Hmm. Uh, okay, so my next note is they run together holding each other, hashtag Clex, and they go up this uh, <laughs> double-sided ladder, and Clark ends up having to grab Lex, and they narrowly miss this explosion that rockets out through the, the pipeline there, um, which I do believe is added to the season seven credits. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clark just soaks up that sweet, sweet sunlight. Oh, Yeah. And I just wanted to. Uh, oh, I didn't notice that. Oh yeah, he just kind of lays there. He looks up at the sun because hmm. Steph direct sunlight restores him. So Gax S O D. Inside joke that only inside joke for Deb Shitcast fans. Uh, <laughs> only a couple of people know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Lana and Clark have like the end of Die Hard moment, you know, Clark's in that smoke and it kind of reveals Clark standing there and like, and Lana turns around and sees him and she's so happy to see him that he's survived. But and then there's just this quiet hug between them, you know, and then she sees Lex and like slowly walks from Clark, but like, like leaves her hand on Clark's chest and slowly pulls it away. It's just like, uh, oh, there's my husband. I guess I got to go see my husband. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Lana returns to see Lionel, and um, and and yeah, Lionel's basically saying, "Hey, trust me. I'm using your love for Clark to keep Clark out of harm's way and keep you close to Lex." And uh, Lana like threatens to tell Martha, and Lionel's impressed. He's like, "Well, you're a Luther now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Chloe tells Clark that Lana wasn't going to help at all until she knew that Clark was in danger. So that that means something, you know. Because mm-hmm. he Meanwhile, was giving Lana, up on uh, her again. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Lana wants to cuddle up with a movie, but Lex is like, mm, no. <laughs> and then he confronts her about telling Clark like she didn't want to marry him. But she said she blows it off like, oh, it's because I thought something was wrong with the baby and I didn't want you to fall out of love with me. Very manipulative. I, I just needed somebody <laughs> to talk to. Mm-hmm. And then she starts spitting out some double meanings, which I love. I, I wrote them down. Um, if someone lied to me like that, they'd lose my love forever. I don't know what I did to deserve you. <laughs> <laughs> which is totally just a double meaning, you know? Uh, so, let's see. Um Clark says, tells Martha that he saw his friend again down there when Lex pulled him out of the rubble. And that, hey, maybe if he gave Lionel, she gave Lionel a chance, maybe, uh, what if I caused, you know, what if, uh, what Lex is, I, I caused it by giving up on him too soon. Mm. And Martha says, your greatest strength, maybe your greatest weakness. And that's your hope. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, the reason why, um, they kind of mention um, Lionel, he mentions Lionel. There's actually a deleted scene where um, Martha goes and visits Lionel and tells him while he's sleeping that she never would have gotten through the past year without his friendship. And uh, Lionel like wakes up and is happy to see her sitting there. So we kind of missed a Martha Lionel moment. <laughs> and uh, then we see Lexus actually does have an underground laboratory, and there on the stretcher is Tamo Pennicut. <laughs> 
So that's all I had for that episode. What about you? <laughs> I mean, it, it it should have been a great episode. <laughs> I thought it was. I really had a good time with this one. Clark and Lex confronting each other about all that's went on the season. That was great. Um, Some dark Lana. <laughs> go away. Go away. I am so, like, in Lana's corner, you know, trying to, like, oh, man, you got to get that revenge, you know? Yeah. <laughs> What's she going to do, you know? So. Yeah, let's, now let's move on. Can you not hear me? What's that? We have a delay. I can I hear sh- you now. I was just going to say... Uh, Lex dying in a hole in the ground would have just been so easy. <laughs> would just... Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's That's move true. on. All right, so our next episode is Noir, and it's the one where Jimmy has a dream. Um, liked it, except for all that with Lana at the beginning. All that with Lana that set it up, that was a bit out of nowhere weird. Where she finds her, like, dead body. Or, yeah. You know, passed out body. Yeah. Um, okay. So, first off, uh, I just want to say this at on, on the premiere of this episode. This episode actually has the distinction of having the lowest number of viewers of any first run episode since the series premiered. Wow! <laughs> I can imagine like a lot of people were like, "Nah." <laughs> yeah, teenagers um, were like, "I don't want to see a black on." That's the thing, teenager yeah. session. They don't like that. But it was great. <laughs> I mean, it was really good because. All uh, everything that happened in Jimmy's dream in the 1940s, it mirrored uh-huh. the show. Just like Clark had a secret identity, and he was in love with Lex's wife, and uh, right, you know, it was just it was uh, Jimmy knows uh, Jimmy's very observant, and he knows what's going on. Point. Yeah, it's it, it's it's definitely some some good stuff. Um, here, let me just read you from, from the book of Smallville. Um, well, first off, I just wanted to mention that um, I don't know if you noticed in the Facebook group, but I put the season six uh, promo photo back up as our banner because those promo photos were the inspiration for this episode. Like they saw those and they noticed that like, you know, especially like Aaron, Aaron Ashmore and um, – Alice and Mac, they both looked like they were straight out of like a noir picture. And, you know, like Clark sitting there in the chair looked kind of like a detective. Um, but hmm. those photos actually happened before they even thought of noir. <laughs> so wow. It's just a strange thing. Just like, hey, let's just let's do something different for the season six premiere photos. Let's just make them into this, you know. And then I'll have them all of a sudden go, oh, actually, let's make a whole episode out of this. Um, so, uh, this is directed by Geno Zwork. Um, and he said, uh, to prepare for this, he had to, he looked at several noir films with his fellow, uh, Smallville director and close friend, Glenn Winter. He says, Glenn and I, uh, imagine this in a very heavy French accent, by the way. Uh, Glenn and I spent a lot of time talking about the style. The minute I read noir, I said, this is fantastic. Oh, sorry. This is fantastic. (laughs) Uh, we decided to do it in black and white and shoot it in the style of the period. Nothing is as tight as it is in a normal Smallville. It's more two shots and three shots and small and strong composition and low angles. You know how usually we for Smallville we get the extreme close-ups. <laughs> they they avoided doing that for this episode. Um, hmm. And we had models for all the characters. For Allison, it was Lucille Ball in those screwball comedies of the forties. 
Erica was Rita Hayworth in Gilda. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I told Kristen to watch Ava Gardner in The Killers. Oh. Tom modeled himself after Cary Grant. And Michael, I told him not to be so precise with his phrasing and to make it more like George Raft. And Aaron was modeled on Dennis Morgan. I don't really know about those last two actors, but yeah. Nora fans might. Oh, wow. I think uh, Allison is such a great 1940s actress. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I had something else about that. Oh, and let me tell you what my husband said. He said, oh, my God, Lana is going to look so hot this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whenever they dress Lana up, it's like, oh, what's she going to look like? I don't know what it it is. This, This time around, I'm really noticing that more and more. Um, Okay, yeah, here's Allison Noir was a much-loved episode for many members of the cast and crew It was my favorite episode to shoot I rented His Girl Friday and The Philadelphia Story And carefully watched Rosalind Russell and Catherine Hepburn Because I wanted to pattern Chloe after them It Mm -hmm. was so much fun playing something so stylized and specific Uh, Janot's work had to rein me in I went a bit mad and I had an accent And the works Janot said, okay, you're still Chloe It's still Smallville the first scene I did was where Jimmy was drinking at the Talon Bar with Clark, Tom, John Glover, Michael, and Aaron were all there, and they all had their hair combed back. I said, this time period is so nice on men. <laughs> Everybody looks so dapper and handsome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tom looked so debonair. Oh, yeah. When, he, when, when they go to the Talon and, you know, the real Clark Kent steps yeah. out, <laughs> it's like, whoa, hello. Hello, All right, let's just uh, – <laughs> let me just run you through what notes I have and maybe you have something else here. Uh, okay. So Jimmy is into noir movies. He equates Chloe's life to these movies. He says you got the billionaire mogul. You got the confused damsel who chose money over love. You get the mysterious best friend who shows up everywhere because he can't seem to get a real job. Uh, not to mention the steadfast dame they all depend on. And Chloe doesn't like the word dame, I guess. <laughs> So they're watching the big sleep and there's a gunshot and it's Lana. And I, I I had to write down like Chloe's reaction to Lana laying in a pool of blood in the elevator is kinda like huh. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like, oh my god <laughs> You know, you would figure Chloe would be freaking Maybe out. Maybe that's what didn't work for me. Maybe it was their lack of enthusiasm of the situation. <laughs> I mean, flash forward to Chloe's reaction to, to Lois and, and Phantom, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine if she acted like that, like, oh, my God, don't die on me. Uh, instead, it's always oh, Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Lana, everybody loves you. Not again. So Lana's getting hauled away. Uh, apparently, according to uh, Lex, he's getting me- she's getting medevac to a specialist <laughs> in Smallville. What? They're in fucking Metropolis, and she's getting medevac to Smallville. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, Jimmy's uh, trying to download this photo that he got, and um, he gets knocked out. So, uh, we wake up. It's 1940. We see that the Daily Planet is a Lex Luthor uh, publication. Yeah, what is up with that? I don't know. Okay. No idea. <laughs> Nothing. No. <laughs> Just because he's the rich mogul. Okay. Yeah. And it works good with the story. Uh, sure. Uh, we got a great opportunity because, you know, 
This is the 1940s, close enough to like the 1950s when the Adventures of Superman were out. As a matter of fact, there's actually a, an establishing shot um, when they go back to the planet later that shows like the Daily Planet sign on the side of the building. Yeah. And that's the exact sign. That's that's like a pickup shot from the Adventures of Superman. Oh. Like the, they like took that, yeah. But we have uh, – we finally have Clark Kent in glasses here and he's bumbling around. <laughs> Doing the whole Christopher Reeve thing, which I I just love. Tom was great at that, um, and he even gets a pat on uh, Chloe's breasts, which uh, good for him. Um, <laughs> um, and it, it's funny, you know, you, you watch this and you're like, okay, Jimmy's having a dream. This is Jimmy's dream. So he starts off this going, "Huh, what's going on here?" And then suddenly he's like into it, and he, and he doesn't come out of it. You know, mm-hmm. It's like he picks up the part and he just plays it. Yeah, and he has a such a huge character arc. Like he has that character yeah. arc that, that is in a noir film where somebody gets wrapped up in uh you know in crime and makes right. mistakes and you know it's just so. I mean, really this this is really an excellent. Episode. They did a great. Episode. It's so. So many tropes from noirs, and it's uh-huh. done well. This really, Instead of usually when a genre show does something this big, they don't quite get it right, uh-huh. but they get everything exactly right. I think so, too. I think in retrospect, this is a really great episode and a lot of fun. I think the problem, it, the problem was it wasn't well-received uh, when it first aired, and the problem was uh, was the placement. Um like there's uh we're we're winding down to the finale and now all of a sudden we're going to watch an episode where actually most of it doesn't even matter mm-hmm. we're just it's just like a a, a detour uh, you know it you get a little impatient when you're like approaching a huge finale or whatever you know yeah and what's going on with Lex's experiments we see this cliffhanger with Wes Keenan laying there and what's going on with that and yeah and Lana of course is Having all sorts of revenge uh, So it's like uh, Do I want to spend an hour with Jimmy Olsen's Dreams <laughs> So like on its own I think it's great it's just the placement is ugh. Yeah in fact this was supposed to be um, This was supposed to be the uh, Famed episode 20 but they uh, they, sw- they switched it around a bit So this would have been the You know the classic worst episode Of the season which is usually episode 20 Oh really <laughs> Yeah yeah um. Oh wait, am I getting this wrong? Or maybe prototype was supposed to be episode twenty. Yeah, this is supposed to be episode twenty-one. Prototype was supposed to be episode twenty. Now I have to bring up the list. Darn it! Do, 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 do. Oh yeah, this is episode twenty. Sorry, this was supposed to be uh, episode twenty-one. I think, or maybe it was supposed to be episode nineteen. You know what? I'm just gonna say, um, someone smarter than me is gonna comment in our Facebook group about what I'm trying to say. And uh, okay. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but it just messes up momentum of of the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. I would think you know, if anything, you know, without looking it up, I would think this would work better if it was episode nineteen, and then um, trespass would be episode twenty, which leads into prototype, which has Wes Keenan in it, which leads into Phantom. And yeah, that would have worked better. Yeah, and also yeah. teenagers don't like old stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Jimmy gets a call from the femme fatale, and all we see is up close Lana's lips. Uh, and she, I'm reporting a murder, my own. <laughs> it's just like classic, 
And I looked up like uh, what you know. This is such a trope, you know. This is something you've heard before. This is originally from the nineteen forty nine movie uh, DOA, yeah, which actually was remade remade in the eighties. Yeah, I remember that. A man is poisoned, and he's solving his murder before he dies. <laughs> Um, so yep. yeah, Jimmy is fully into it. He goes and meets Lana. Lana says that Lex is trying to kill her. And she says, you're so confident, so brave, and I'm so afraid. Yeah. So manipulative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is definitely some like double indemn- indemnity, indemnity stuff, mm-hmm. you know, cause Fred McMurray really got played in that, that movie. Uh, okay. So, uh, we see... She hands him uh, a silver cigarette case, uh, and inside is a matchbook from the Talon. So Jimmy goes to the Talon, and it's this cool club. <laughs> we meet Cool Clark. Well, and uh, Lionel is the bartender. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time we've seen uh, Lionel without without a beard, just a mustache. Oh. Which uh, he did uh, star in a play um, over the summer. Um, and I've seen like press photos from it. I should cha- I should share them because they're really uh, it- it's like this. He's playing a completely unlinable character, like just like nerdy, goofy guy. Um, but he has no beard in that either. Yeah, I've noticed that his hair's trimmed. Yeah, yeah. And now my notes are saying go to page one hundred. What am I referencing here? Oh, that was just exactly what I read. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the next thing we see is uh, Oh, hello, Lois uh, <laughs> And uh, Lois Lane singing was really Erica Durance's voice she Oh, says, that was nice Yeah, she says, I've always wanted to sing and act At the same time professionally The audience would be able to tell So I wanted to use my own voice People can take it or leave it But at least it's me singing The whole episode was fun Playing the torch singer with the hair and the makeup what girl doesn't like to step into a little bit of glam? And the black and white, when everything was so glamorous, to be photographed that way was really classy. Yeah, I'd rather hear her sing than synced. <laughs> like her, yeah, lip syncing somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, one note I had here is strangely Lex and Lionel have a conversation out of Jimmy's earshot. So, <laughs> you know, and, and it's just to establish that there's some sort of power struggle between those two. Mm-hmm. But still, it's like Jimmy has – Jimmy's not paying attention to this. So it's like, is this a dream within Jimmy's dream or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, how, and how does how would Jimmy know about this? Because he really doesn't know much about Lionel and Lex. Right. But, um, I mean, it provides an explanation why Lionel tips Jimmy off to the affair that uh, Lex is having. And uh, Jimmy gets a pic of uh, Lois smooching up uh, Lex in the alley. (laughs) I'm like, this is not right. (laughs) Wait, no, they were in the barn. The barn? Yeah, they were at the barn. Lex met Lois at the barn. Oh, it was the barn? Yeah. I it was an alley. And Jimmy was there. I wasn't paying a close enough yeah, attention, to Yeah, because that's why it was like, why are they at the barn? This is weird. <laughs> but Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jimmy tails Lex because conveniently Jimmy's car is parked right behind Lex's. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and they even have like a, a noir movie car chase where it's like sped up cars and there's stock footage. Yeah, and they got to beat the train. Uh, yeah. There's it's they're obviously in stationary cars with background <laughs> film going. Yeah, and I actually didn't notice this at the time, but uh, according to the trivia, like there's a one shot of Jimmy driving, and the traffic is moving the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if he's driving backwards. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, Lana says she's trapped, and Jimmy says she's gonna he's gonna take care of Lex, and that's when Lana hands him a gun. And they get awful close, and I was like, "Oh my god, are we gonna get a Jimmy Lana, <laughs> Lana kiss on top of a Lex and Lois kiss?" No. So yeah, um, Jimmy um, shoots Lex, and Lex dies, saying, "Gardenia." <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Which, go ahead, Rosebud. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, uh, Chloe thinks it's a setup. Lionel tells Lana, and she's okay with it. She's having an affair with Clark, it shows. And then at the Daily Planet, Lana tries to tie up the loose end that Jimmy is, but Clark ends up shooting her, and he reveals his true identity by pulling out his Metropolis uh, Police Department shield, which looks a lot like the S shield. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, you know, it's almost like Superman pulling his shirt open, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a detective, you know? But uh, Jimmy gets arrested for the murder of Lex, and uh, he says, Someone should have told you, kid, there are no heroes in Metropolis. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so um, that's when Jimmy wakes up, and you're like, Oh, I just, this it's not the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But it all it, it, this whole thing is set up so Jimmy could remember that there was some sort of cigarette case, a gardenia cigarette case, that uh, apparently belonged to Lex. That was his mm-hmm. mother's cigarette yes. case, and there's some sort of flash drive in there. Mm-hmm. What's on the flash drive? I like how, oh gosh, was it? Uh, it wasn't the video of. It was. Oh, it was the. It was Lex meeting with Senator Burke about Project Ares. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I wrote elevator memory. Is that a thing? <laughs> like, Chloe's like, I can check the elevator to see what floor it went to. Yeah. That does not seem to be right. That can't be right. <laughs> and especially those elevators. They look like old style yeah. elevators. Um, so, uh, let's see. Did you get shot at? Did you get shot at? It ends up, oh, yeah, it ends and- up being a reporter. A crime reporter that Lana... Yeah, like a, poli- a political reporter. A political reporter, that's right. Yeah. That Lana was supposed to meet with. Right. And then he gets shot. Right through the door. And um, Chloe ends up, like, wrestling with him, and she falls over the balcony, and she falls... Yeah, like, that was great. So great. And she just is like, you didn't have to wait till the last second. <laughs> <laughs> But when Jimmy finally comes down there, she makes it seem like she landed on the couch. Yeah. So that's why Chloe and Clark's relationship is so sweet. Yeah. Because she knows she can rely on him. She knows he's going to save her. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's like the, I mean, she, she doesn't, you know, she sometimes like, she does have a line with Martha. I think of the next episode where she's like, do you ever get used to that? And Martha's like, no, but mm-hmm. it does seem like she's so comfortable with it now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they say whoever was shot whoever shot Lana was protecting Burke, Senator Burke, so um Lex is pissed about that. And um what else is there? Well, I knew that Senator Burke would show up because he was mentioned in a couple of episodes back yeah. uh, towards the middle of the season, but I wasn't expecting it to go down like this. Like, <laughs> he died and then Martha gets his Senate seat. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, oh man, we'll talk about that. Uh, let me just wrap the, this episode up. Um, da, 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 this Clark knows Chloe's hiding something, and he says he's going to find the shooter with her daughter. And uh, and they said it's not Lex. That there's only one other person who would manipulate her like that. And um, so uh, what, is, what else? Uh, what am I right here? Oh, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, and and Chloe's last scene where Jimmy. Oh. The uh, product placement scene. Oh, is there a product placement? No, is this the scene where uh, where Jimmy is being sent on assignment and she thinks it's yeah. human trafficking, but it ends up being like Michigan polar bears. <laughs> or, so what, was there product have, placement in there? I don't you remember. have the Yaris. He gives oh. her an iPod with uh, <laughs> songs to remember him by, and then the Coolpix camera. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the funny thing is he starts playing that song, and it's the it's it's Erica Durant singing that <laughs> singing that jazz number, and uh, you know I'm not sure how the hell Jimmy got that uh, recording, but well, I just took it as that's something that he listens to, and it that's what it became in his dream was Lois right. singing it. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I like how he says half of it made sense. Lana and Lionel working together, and Clark leading a double life as a reporter by day and a crime fighter by <laughs> crime night. Crime fighter by night. <laughs> it's funny what your mind will cook up. <laughs> and they do the uh, what is that like the sailor kiss? Where the famous photo of the sailor kissing the nurse. Oh yeah. Yeah. So bye bye, Jimmy. Prototype. Oh bye, Jimmy. We have to get rid of you so we can send money for the big finale. Yep. Prototype. Um, this is the one where Clark fights a super soldier, played by Tamo Panikit. Um Some notes here I have for you. Um, the director is Matt Beck. This is Matt Beck's only directorial effort. Um, this guy is a master of special effects. Um, his name is like all over the X Files as well as all over Smallville, and they had him direct this episode because you know we're gonna have like superhero fights. And um, this is Stephen the Knight's last step of Smallville. No more Stephen the Knight. And I have a little part part clip from his interview about this. He says, There's been a lot of talk of why I'm leaving the show. To set the record straight, it has nothing to do with disagreements over where the show is heading or what we've been doing. I may not always see eye to eye with Alan Miles, but I've always believed Smallville is their creation and their baby to take in any direction they wish. And personally... I think they've done a pretty damn good of good job of it. Were there missteps? Of course there were. Hell, I wrote and directed on one of the most craptastic episodes of Smallville history. Ageless, thank you. But taken as a whole, I think the pros vastly outweigh the cons. The reason I'm leaving is quite simple. My three-year contract with Warner Brothers is up, and frankly, I yearn to be on a network with more than two letters. Okay, I did spend one year of Buffy on UPN, but that hardly counts, does it? <laughs> I was also very interested in working on a new show, one that I could actually help shape from the ground up. So, after a ton of meetings and a handful of offers, I settled on something completely different. Viva Laughlin, a family drama murder mystery musical on CBS. Yeah, that's right. I said musical uh, in the tradition of Pennies from Heaven and Singing Detective. It'll either be a gigantic hit. Did I mention executive producer Hugh Jackman is actually in the pilot? Or it'll be canceled after six episodes. And I uh, just wanted to update you with the facts about that. Viva Laughlin was canceled after two episodes. Oh. 
So poor Steve the Knight. Well, luckily he gets Spartacus, and then he goes on to Daredevil, and yeah, he's doing. Uh, I think he's isn't he behind Pacific Rim Uprising now? So uh, sure. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Prototype uh, starts off with a very CGI satellite looking down on the Earth. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, we have to see the satellite, but it's all about uh, this intruder alert in the laboratory under Reeves, Z- Reeves Dam. Yes. Which I don't need to tell you why they call it Reeves Dam. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, somebody's killing everybody in there. And there's a doctor there. Just so you know, this is Dr. Jameson. He was in the Chloe Chronicles, uh, uh, volume one and volume two. So it, it's just funny. It's like he's not even named in this, these Smallville episodes, but that's totally the guy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Lex like fires a gun. We get this really cool uh, shot of the gun firing, and uh, but he's quickly overpowered. And it turns out it was a whole big test. And Lex is happy to try it again. Um, so, yeah, he got he got so many of people killed, but he wants to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lana is getting back to her florist roots, uh, arranging some. I think those are like calories. But I was sure. like, oh, Lana's working with flowers again, like she did in Aunt Nell's shop way back when. <laughs> yeah, yeah Lex. This- Lex says, you know, we have like five people who can do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and so she says she's going off to the greenhouse, but actually she's just around the corner where again, she doesn't realize there's cameras everywhere in a Luther mansion <sighs> where she should know that because she's the one that discovered them. Mm-hmm. So Lex has a meeting with Senator Burke. Who, who said, I'm going to prescribe a, a, a CPAP for, cause I'm sure yeah. he's got sleep apnea because he sounds like he's snoring when he's awake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's great here is that he mentions to Lex that um, he believes that he uncovered a mole in Lex's backyard. And uh, this is Stephen the Knight's call out to Starkville's House of L, <laughs> which is hilarious. What? It's something I'm super jealous of because you know what? I don't know how many times we tell these iZombie people to put a Robin and a staff as dead bodies in, <laughs> in their show and they won't do it. But uh, yeah, um, after Subterranean, um, those guys wanted to see like Mole or Mole Man, but there was never one mention about Mole. So they interviewed Stephen the Knight and they said there was, you know, no mention of Mole and how disappointed they were. And it was kind of like a big joke on the podcast. And uh, they asked Stephen if uh, the next time he does his episodes, uh, one of his episodes, they should just, he put the word Mole in there for them. And he did. <laughs> Man, yeah. Which okay, is so we awesome. yeah we got to get on Bob. Bob, <laughs> Bob I, I'm well, gonna I'm gonna work my feminine charms on Bob. <laughs> We're talking about Bob Dearden, who are interviewing for iZombie this week. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> to happen. Yeah, totally. Of course, they've already written the entire season of iZombie uh-huh. and shot it, so there's nothing like that going to happen. But um, you know, maybe maybe we just keep bugging them until. It finally happens. I don't know if there's a season five, you know. Mm. All right. So Senator Burke is shutting everything down. He's pulling rank and he threatens to, you know, ruin Lex's life with all sorts of um, lawyer stuff. (laughs) Um, So uh, 
Meanwhile, we have Lionel looking at the tourist video. It looks like Lana passed the video off to Lionel, um, where there's actually there was actually a deleted scene that showed Lana giving the video the DVD to Lionel and saying like our deal is over now that you have this. But it kind of gave away, you know, the slow reveal of Lionel and Lana's deal. Yeah, <laughs> that they wanted to reveal in the next episode anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Lionel mysteriously is looking at this video, and he's also mysteriously still writing Kryptonian. And uh, one of the symbols he writes is mirror. What? What does that mean? What could it possibly mean? Did you know when you were watching this? Or No, I have no idea. I still don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't? Did you watch Phantom? <laughs> yes. I think I sort of do, but I'm not sure. But I have a million questions, so. Okay, okay. Well, no, uh, a few. <laughs> So yeah, this is the first time Clark threatens Lionel And um, Lionel's like, what? Lionel, Lionel just changed your mind That's all And and Clark like says, like if I find out You had anything to do with this The gloves are coming off So I love, I love angry Clark mm. <laughs> um, So yeah, Clark goes right to Chloe Trying to get answers from her But um, and, and Clark really pushes He's like, you know, imagine You know, Lex did all this stuff to you and your mother and uh, and Chloe just just says that there must be a reason why Lara is staying in that marriage. Uh, meanwhile, Lois is uh, is uh, confronting Senator Burke in an alleyway, and he says, "What what newspaper is she working for?" And she says, "Inquisitor." And he says, "That's a cat box liner," <laughs> which I loved. But suddenly, yeah, there's like oh, this horrific wait, murder wait, wait, scene. Wait, 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 wait. So yeah. go back. Chloe tells. Lois that she should not investigate this because this is kind of uh, hypocritical of Chloe to tell Lois yeah. to not to investigate something when she, when she would not listen to anybody and would con- you know would be headstrong and <laughs> determined to get to the bottom of something right and yeah like she tries to do the same thing in the next episode and Lois is pretty much is just like yeah yeah I got you not a good idea to investigate no problem. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Totally going to investigate. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is Lon. Uh, this is Lois. You know, she'll hang off the elevator of the Eiffel Tower if it'll get her a story. You know, and, and I just feel like it's out of character for Chloe to say to tell anybody to not investigate something. I think she's okay with putting herself in the danger, but putting other people in danger, she's a little bit more oh, wary about. Okay. Um, so yeah, Tom Wapanikit zooms in, murders like folks left and right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when he comes out of his, uh, invisibility, Lois recognizes him. Of course she does. Of course she knows him. They were army brat buddies. <laughs> you know, army brats. We're all friends here. And, um, uh, Wes leaves and goes back to the laboratory and we see him on the gurney, and, it, and it's, I just wrote, Wes Keenan is in the dollhouse. How <laughs> <laughs> we should watch that show. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, maybe after Redemption cast. <laughs> um, Unless you mean on this show. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can watch it at a podcast about it. <laughs> it might take less time. Um. All right, so uh, Lois is back at the farm. She's going to hide out. Martha hears Lois say something about how Clark saw her in the shower. Actually, it was the other way around. (laughs) She went into his shower. Um, 
Wes uh, shows up and nearly kills Lois. And but he takes uh, her. He takes her. He. Tur- I, I love that f- uh, shot. He turns them both invisible mm-hmm. and, and zips off. And Clark mentions this guy is just as strong as Titan was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Clark is. Uh, he's powerless. He couldn't help. Lois, he, he's powerless against him. Yeah. Um, although, I'm just screaming at the screen, dude. Just show us an X-ray shot to let us know that Clark is trying is trying anything to see this guy because using your X-ray might you might see him. I don't know. Um. So meanwhile, Lex is like, "Well, my lab subjects is uh, is missing. Um, I need. I'm really frustrated." What if I fill my wife's bedroom with candles? What, maybe that'll <laughs> turn things around. But Lada is definitely not interested. And then he finds out. Oh yeah, this is what he finds out. The asset failed to return. And that's when Clark shows up in her bedroom. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Clark's trying to get information out of her, but she just kind of is cryptic. We all have our secrets. We have we keep them to protect the ones we care about. And when Lex comes back in, Clark super speeds away. So I guess Clark is pretty much okay with using his powers in front of her at this point. Because <laughs> there's just no way he would disappear that quick without using some sort of super speed or teleportation or something. you know. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, she's, I'm sure she's like a couple stories up. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, so Lex says in his lab, the, the, He's building super soldiers He's using it to protect the world Because these superpower people These meteor freaks you know, Constantly causing trouble um, So uh, Meanwhile Lois and Wes talk in this warehouse Where I guess they grew up around Wes was Lois's first kiss Which made him puke, pass out And crack his head open Which you know, that's a hell of a first date You know <laughs> Uh, Wes says that he was injured And Lex offered him a chance to serve Using Project Ares And I just wanted to mention this fun fact uh, Tamo Penicut is The first of three actors To share a scene with Erica Durant Playing Lois Lane in Smallville And Amy Adams doing the same Thing in Man of Steel Really? <laughs> yeah I believe he's like the, a helicopter pilot In Man of Steel But yeah there's two more actors to come and no, Henry Cavill is not on Smallville. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll point him out, obviously. Um, okay. So, uh, the, yeah, Martha gets Wes's file. Chloe and Clark are kind of like, what's what's going on? And just out of nowhere, Chloe's like, well, wait a second. It says that he's from this distant air, this military base. What if <laughs> he could be around there, too? Because they grew up together at the same place. And Clark doesn't even wait for her to finish her, her sentence before uh, he zooms off to Fort Adelson, which I just was like, well, that's, I guess that's the only clue he has. <laughs> but Adelson. What, so what does that mean? What is that a reference to? Adelson. I don't know. It just sounds good. <laughs> that's the name of the fort. I don't know. Um, uh, Facebook people, let us know if Adelson has anything to do with anything. Uh, we see Wes has predator vision And uh, There's a great fight between the two of them I love the heat vision blast That Clark gives uh, Keenan, And I have a big laugh When we see 
him flying, Wes Keenan flying through the air, and Tamo Panic has this crazy expression <laughs> as he's flying. <laughs> he's like, ah! <laughs> and, uh, but Lois has been knocked aside this entire time, and uh, Clark uh, ducks out of the way to watch, uh, to sadly watch Lois cry over a dying Wes Keenan. Yeah, and, that was um, sad. Sad. Don't let them do this to anyone else. And apparently whispered uh, longitude and latitude to her. <laughs> I don't remember this happening, but yeah, he was saying numbers, and so she wrote he was it saying numbers. down. Okay. She she thought it was uh, a phone number. She thought it was his serial number. It wasn't. She finally realizes later that it was. Uh, it's a place. It's it's a yeah yeah yeah. Actually, uh, it, they are real latitude and longitude, um, and the people behind Smallville were. Uh, cool enough to make it actually work. It, it's uh, it's like the middle of nowhere near Topeka, Kansas, where that points to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so back at the farm, Lionel says that Martha is the perfect choice to fill in Senator Burke's U.S. senator seat. And uh, there's a whole discussion about Martha moving to Washington. Mm. I always thought you'd be the first to leave the farm, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> And Clark says he's going to keep the farm running and maybe he'll have to give the back 40 to Ben Hubbard. Yeah, but see, I thought Jonathan sold the back 40 already to pay Lionel for that money that he gave for the uh, campaign. I'm fairly certain Lionel gave it back uh, posthumously, but I, I'm not certain. I'm just fairly certain, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because I was thinking that too. I was like, oh yeah, the back 40. I was more uh, nerding out on the fact that they uh, name-checked Ben Hubbard, who is a, is a character from uh, uh, at least Superman the movie. Um, ben Hubbard, when Clark does leave the farm first, <laughs> um, Ben Hubbard is the guy that helps take care of the farm and uh, his mother, his aged mother, <laughs> um, when, when he leaves. And turns into Christopher Reeve So yeah I think he also shows up in Superman 3 When Clark is Selling the farm I forgot Uh, So yeah Lex knew that Lana was listening And he says you're not a cat Lana Don't skulk around like one (laughs) Every time I open my heart to someone I care about I end up being disappointed So uh, yeah Good, Good times good marriage Happy, uh, happy times. <laughs> the next scene is Lois swearing vengeance on Lex for what happened to Wes. And I just wrote down, well, it looks like we won't have any more scenes between Lois and Lex ever again. <laughs> because it just reminded me of how in season four that she was like swearing vengeance on Lionel. <laughs> and like they never had any more scenes ever. Again. Ah. Uh, I can tell you that's not the case here. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so uh, yeah, we see the lab in full force. They used, they did. The reason why he felt like Titan was because they used alien DNA from Titan. Um. They need more alien DNA to uh, fuel the uh, warehouse full of dolls. I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) There's a big warehouse of lots of bodies. So, are those dead bodies or live bodies? Um, I'm assuming if Wes was killed in action or hurt mortally enough for him to be 
handed over to Project Ares. I'm assuming they're dead or near death. I don't know. Oh, they're laying okay. awful still, but maybe they're dead. Okay. Whereas, you know, like, I don't know. It, I would think it would be a bigger deal that Lex is all of a sudden like, I can bring people back to life. Yeah. Or if they're dead bodies in there, hopefully they're refrigerated in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's one cold warehouse. Maybe they're just all vegetables, you know? Vegetables. Yeah, like in a vegetative state. Like they're all in comas or brain dead or something. All right. So shall we talk about the season six finale? Phantom? Yes, because the hot Martian Manhunter's back. I'm trying to do Phantom of the Opera, but I can't. Uh, (laughs) um, So, uh, yeah, this is the one where Clark's mirror image shows up. Uh, And, uh, all right, so we're in in, uh, remote Quebec. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're really remote. It's like, like... Out. Definitely way past the Lirio's house. Yeah, this is this is even this is extremely rural. Like not even rural. This is like like so weird. Yeah. Okay, so um, the Phantom can go into people, inhabit people's bodies, but he can't stay there for long and like rips them up and comes out. No more than twenty four hours. So it's hard yeah, this for whole... it's hard for Lex's people to track down this Phantom because it keeps. Swapping bodies. <laughs> right. I love this whole first scene is like like the exorcist. Like mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter is uh, Max von Sydow like showing <laughs> up to perform an exorcism. And um, he actually ends up like – it looked like he got his heart ripped out, but I guess he yeah. recovered. I don't guess he needs that heart. And then he gets punched through the roof. <laughs> Which you, you can see him like go flying way up in the air and just kind of stop and then fly away. Like, nope. <laughs> and that's when Lex and his soldiers st- uh, storm in, and I'm like, oh, you guys are so dead. <laughs> and they they somehow stun him, so the Phantom flees the body. Um. Uh, so, oh, uh, okay. So Lex says that he has security footage of Lana stealing the DVD. He tells Lionel this and. Because he says, obviously, Lionel is the one pulling her strings. She wouldn't, she wouldn't dare betray me on her own. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's such. He's in such denial. She wouldn't hurt me yeah. on purpose. And then Lionel's like, yeah, she doesn't love you. And then Lex is tearing up. But why is Lionel <laughs> telling Lex this now? Um, you know. Exactly. I, that, that is a good question. Because Just because it's the season finale? Again, puts Lana in danger, in danger. Yeah, maybe. I mean, obviously Lionel doesn't know it's the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but yeah, just like when Clark told Lex that she does, she she was going to leave him on the altar. Like, this puts Lana in danger. This is not very smart. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, dude, Lana doesn't love you. I forced her. And Lex is like, get out of my life. <laughs> Um, Martha, Martha, uh, it's packed up. She's ready to go to Washington, D.C. Yeah. See, this finale ends with you wondering who's going to be back as a season regular next, next season. Very true. (laughs) Like, you know, Martha could just, you know, pull a Giles where up. We don't need Giles in Buffy's life that much anymore, so he can 
Anthony Stewart Head can leave and go back to England. And maybe mm-hmm. Annette O'Toole is not a season regular. Maybe she just peeks in every once in a while to say, you know, hey, remember me? I'm not too far away. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, and Clark says that he's going to take care of the farm. And I just love this, like, like – this is this is a big deal. Like Martha, like stops in the door, looks back at her son, and then just kind of looks around the kitchen and then walks out. And it's just, I'm like, oh, I know she's like, Martha. I would rather be here with Jonathan baking apple pies every day than yeah. This is my new life. <sighs> but she's gonna go do some good. She's gonna be a senator. She has no experience of this <laughs> at all. But she is Mrs. Kent goes to Washington. Um. So yeah, this is when Lois puts the longitude and latitude together. Chloe's like, back off. And she says, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, meanwhile, uh, oh, Alexis oh, oh, I know how Chloe gets from Smallville to Metropolis so quick every day. Oh, yeah? She has a rocket. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> well, tell, yeah t- Chloe tell me says, about this I rocket. A, I got a rocket. She, she says, says that? I got a rocket. <laughs> she, she doesn't say that in the show, does she? She does. She does? She does. Like... I think she made a rocket. I got a rocket like like a, a verb. Not I got a rocket like a noun. Oh. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. It, it, it's funny that she would uh, kid around about that. Um, see, now I'm looking up the script because I got to see the exact quote. Da, 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 da. Shouldn't be too far. She says she's got a rocket. Yeah. Now I got a rocket to the planet. <laughs> yeah, she does say that. That's hilarious. I was like. Oh, that's it. <laughs> uh, explains listen, everything. Listener Tommy said we should take a closer look at uh, at the whole distance between Metropolis and Smallville, uh, and he had some def- defense for that. But uh, I, I, which I was hoping to have for the show, I was going to research some dialogue that was actually said on the show. But um, I, I well, I think it's just just like they've aged the characters up. How they're actually twenty somethings instead yeah. of eighteen and a half, nineteen year olds. I think it's the distance has just changed <laughs> to be more convenient, and that's okay. Hand wave, hand wave. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Clark is shocked to see Lana waiting in his loft, mm. and uh, and she says she's got to. She leave. is going to leave Lex, and, <sighs> and she's got to leave Smallville he- too. Just because oh, she's going to leave. Angry. And so he, to keep her from leaving, that's when he tells her his secret. Yeah, he super speeds in front of her and says that he's from another planet. She kisses him and says, she's, you're still the same Clark Kent to me. Duh. <laughs> Dad, didn't you know that's how she would react? <laughs> um, and then she reveals that Lionel said that he has a weakness. And you see Clark's eyes just kind of fill with rage. <laughs> And so we go to Luther Court Plaza, and Clark nearly punches uh, a hole through his head before uh, Martian Manhunter stops him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the deal is Lionel forced Lana to marry Lex so she can find out about the Phantom that's trying that wants to kill Clark, so he can protect Clark because he knows that the Phantom can only live inside a Kryptonian because he's an emissary of Jarrell still. And uh, he's been helping the Martian Manhunter because the Martian Manhunter has also been like this uh, 
he's been watching Smallville this entire time and has only decided to intervene since these uh, phantoms started showing up. So, mm. uh, See, I assumed he was one of the um, things that fell from the phantom. Yep. Uh, so he's just been here this whole time. Yep. <laughs> just, just been here. Just like, okay. You know, Smallville and Metropolis are very close. Just so you know. <laughs> SOD, SOD. Um, yeah, it's to me like I don't know. It it just seemed like why would I don't know? I guess Jarrell wouldn't care about Lana's life, so he would put her in danger and would uh-huh. threaten. But I really need to have some sort of clarification of how much is Lionel Jarrell, and he's an emissary of Jarrell. But like, does that mean he's taken over by Jarrell? Is he is he just a devout follower of Jarrell? And I, I don't know. It's weird. I need more information. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, and it's revealed that the Phantom was a Kryptonian lab experiment. Hmm. So that's what that creature's origin is. Uh, meanwhile, Lana confronts Lex about the fake pregnancy and. <laughs> Calls him a monster and Lex is just like No idea what you're talking about <laughs> That's all we get <laughs> Which to me is kind of like Ugh. But there is a He does punch her Which is uh, not cool, bro. Oh, not cool He is bro. a monster Yeah, Monster She says that's the last time he'll ever touch her And that the only way She's going to be able to He'll be able to keep her in that mansion As if she's if he kills her Yeah I, They had to do something extreme there To show how dangerous Lex can be Yeah And yeah, to show that Her life is really in danger And you know It's very shocking to see him hit her Yes but, you know, Of course the mention of Clark Is what makes it happen mm-hmm. When she says that Clark means more to me Than you ever will mm. Which uh, yeah Oh, Lex, you twisted, twisted SOB. Um, so Clark and Chloe find out about there's this boy that had symptoms that were just like the um, people that have been possessed by the Phantom, and they got abducted by a dark helicopter, unmarked helicopter. So it's obviously Lex, because mm-hmm. Lex is involved with everything. Yep. Clark tells Chloe that um, he told Lana, and I like Chloe says. Ah, new charter member of the Clark Kent Secret Keeping Club. <laughs> and uh, she wonders how he, if he's happy, and he says, they'll celebrate once they get the Phantom. Dang, what was that? Was, are, are you, do you have a Phantom at your house? Yes. Sorry, it scared us. The podcast and puppy jumped up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you guys aren't looking forward to this next scene where... Uh, Lana is on the phone frantically calling Lionel to tell him that she's out of there. She's scared. She's never coming back from, to Smallville. And Lionel catches up with her just in time to see her get into her token purple truck and have it explode in front of him. Mm. Okay. Thoughts? It's possible that she faked her death hmm. because she's so afraid of Lex that that's the only way she could get away from him. Right. It's also possible that story arc is just up <laughs> yeah i don't know i wasn't it was it was very shocking it wasn't mm-hmm. i wasn't sad but uh <laughs> um you know i love lana and i hate to see that actress go but i know that she 
goes on to do Beauty and the Beast, and I don't know when that is, and I am not going to IMDb it. Nope. Don't do it. Uh, if that is her death, I think it's very sad that that's how it happened. I don't. Uh, it's a I very. Will give you an, it's a not a good. It's not a good death if it is an actual death. Um, I mean, one could think. Okay, so if she wanted to fake her own death, uh, who would be better to set up some sort of craziness like that to happen in front of Lionel than somebody who could move in super speed? <gasps> But mm-hmm. when Lionel tells Clark that Lana's gone, it's pretty genuine tears that mm-hmm. come from Clark, and she's really upset. Yes. So, to me, if I was watching this for the first time, I definitely wouldn't think Clark would be involved. Um, I will tell you that uh, you won't have to wait for long to find out. Um, that's your early tease <laughs> for season seven. Okay. All right. Uh, and yeah, I, this is really sad. Um <laughs> Lionel's like, yeah, good job telling her your secret. You have to tell everybody your secret and have them get killed. Great job. Mm. No, he doesn't say that at all. But that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, here's another girly. T- like the last time you told her your secret, she got like murdered by a bus, <laughs> and uh, um, now it's uh, um, now she gets uh, murdered by an exploding car. So, so if it's true that she did get blown up, mm-hmm. Lex blew her up. If I can't have you, nobody can have you. Right. Or maybe it was like a, a security guard of Lex's. Or maybe it was Henry Small or Aunt Nell. <laughs> no. Or Jimmy Olsen, who's been an undercover FBI agent this entire time. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, Lois uh, follows the coordinates to Reeves Dam. She fights a guard. She gets a knife in the gut. Ah! Yep, that's when I was like, yeah, who's coming back next season? Who's mm-hmm. the one in the contract negotiations? <laughs> and so she gets off a call to Chloe, who tracks her to Reeves Dam, finds Lois's body, pale as a ghost, and she starts crying. And I start choking up. <laughs> She's like, you can't die. I can't lose you. Like, the way she, like, delivers it. I was like, don't give me those tears, Allison. Um... I have something here about about that. Um, Allison Mack found the scene where Chloe's uh, latent meteor ability is revealed as she saves Lois' life uh, difficult to shoot. It's always hard to be that specific about when you cry and how much you cry. Trying to harness that kind of emotion is really difficult for me. Having it be such a specific technical thing was a challenge, but I think it looks really good, and I was excited to get the storyline into play. The fact that it was a part of the season finale, that they were going to expose it and have it be a big part of the cliffhanger, I was very excited. I was very exciting. I was very happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice how it's integrated into the, the season finale. So, just, instead of it just being an episode about, oh, here's here's the time, Chloe's, and yeah. then by the end of the episode, it's over. So, one single tear falls from her, and it makes a giant bright light, and suddenly Lois is awake, but Chloe is now pale as a ghost, out, mm. and who knows what's going on. And I say to you... Yes? Uh, Chloe's... <laughs> Could this be Clovis? <laughs> uh, so you're saying that Chloe's soul went into yeah. Lois, and now Chloe and Clark will be together because Chloe is in Lois's body. 
And Chloe has always been Lois Lane this entire time, Steph. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so that's a cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so meanwhile, Lex has uh, the doctor draw blood from little Damien he's got there. And uh, yeah, it's good. It's alien blood. Uh, but unfortunately, Damien breaks out and murders uh, Bartlett, who I haven't mentioned at all, but has been this this guy that's been helping Lex for like episodes on end, like his main henchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tall and guy. I just wanted to mention, yeah, he's played by Benjamin Ayers, um, who was, uh, strangely enough, he was on Saving Hope for a few years with Erica Durant, and he is now on Burden, and Pro- Burden of Truth with Kristen Krug. Mm, I want to watch that show. So it, <laughs> he's a Canadian actor. Yeah. So uh, Lex has no loyalty to that doctor. He th- locks him inside the lab and flees. And uh, yeah, Lionel wasn't going to tell Clark where Lex is, but Clark tells Lionel and finds out where Lex is and uh, says to Lex, like, why did you kill her? And Lex is like, what are you talking about? Um, but Lex runs away when the uh, the omen shows up. Uh <laughs> Really evil looking kid <laughs> And uh, Clark Tries to use the uh, stone that Raya gave him and uh, The phantom flies Towards him and knocks him through the wall And um, Once they, he gets Up there's another Clark There uh, and uh, he's Wearing a sweet new black version of Clark's outfit mm-hmm. and he Thanks him for the piece of DNA <laughs> Uh huh Uh huh. He says he says, I'm like you, but just a little bit bizarre. Mm-hmm. So, yep. okay, I'll just wait. I'll hold my questions to the end. Okay. Is that the end? Uh, meanwhile, Lex is, no, no. Uh, Lex okay. is being arrested for Lana's murder. Uh, Maybe that's and, what Lana uh, planned all the time to have him arrested. Hmm. Could be. Okay. Um. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Clark and this bizarre version of Clark uh, <laughs> fights, and there's pipes that are bursting. We do know Lois and Chloe are still underneath the ground, mm-hmm. and so is Lionel, yes. who finds the guy and he and he sees Clark behind him. He's like, "It's not that's not me." And he stands up and he's like, "How do you like my new look?" And Lionel pulls out the green kryptonite, and but it's exactly what uh, this guy needed. And it powers him up. He's super excited. And, uh, yeah, that's when he says, I'm you, only a little bit more bizarre. And they rush at each other. Uh, and we go to outside and we see Clark going flying out of the dam into the air. Like, <laughs> And then flying after him is this, uh, well, bizarro. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> whose face turns into this, like, cracked white appearance as he's flying towards the camera. So he's the mirror. And, uh. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was hinting at. He's the he's the mirror version of Clark. Um, is that the only question you had? No, I d- I'm not familiar with the comics, so I don't know what okay. Bizarro means. Uh, it- Bizarro Bizarro would be very different if it was in the comics. I mean, he is yes uh, a mirror version of Clark, but he is uh, he looks all the time like that. Cracked white version of his face that you see in the last moment of the, the uh-huh. shot. There, um, he he's like uh, he's from a bizarro world, 
and he was I think he was some sort of experiment that was on Clark and they made a bizarro version of Clark mm-hmm. or a bizarro version of Superman rather. And so like everything ev- everything he says is like the opposite. So he's constantly like telling Superman that he loves him. <laughs> I love you so much. Really? But he really mean he's really meaning I hate you. <laughs> and he says like me instead of I. Like me, me love you. And um uh, you know, me want to hug you, and he means he wants to punch him in the face. You know, just kind of silly stuff like that. But that's, I can tell you that Small Smallville is not doing that. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, what I was what I was excited for is this E like Clark on Red K. Yeah, it's going to be different than that. Right. Right. This isn't just like I mean, bad Clark. It's bad Clark. It's definitely bad Clark. It, um. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> so it's evil Clark. Yeah, I mean, he is the phantom. Not, he is the phantom. Not Clark without uh, morals or uh, conscience, but right. completely evil. I'm honestly not sure if he has Clark's memories or Clark's personality. He definitely looks like Clark. It's It's been a while okay. uh, since I've seen it, so... Um, and is uh, it just? Of, hold on, I got another question. Is this please, yeah. just a villain? Is it just a villain? I you mean, don't really remember completely. Are you saying is he going to end up being like a a, a helper? <laughs> I, I don't know. Never mind. He's not I'll a see. fan. He's not a. He was a. He was a Kryptonian lab experiment, according to the Smallville uh, mythology here. Okay. Um, and he was sent to the Phantom Zone. So yeah, not a fan of Jarrell or any of his house, okay, know, or any of his heirs, <laughs> I should say. Okay. Um, and yeah, yeah, he just needed a Kryptonian body to become uh, his his full version of himself. And the only thing really opposite, you know, that we see here is that he Krypton Kryptonite doesn't hurt him; it powers him up. So because uh, he's a bizarre. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have something for you. Oh, a couple trivia things here. Um, this is the first time that the last shot of the season doesn't have Clark in it, but it does have Tom Welling in it. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) I don't know. Just interesting. Um, also, uh, from the book of Smallville, uh, co-executive producer Stephen the Knight reveals that the season finale very nearly had a different ending. At one point, we were planning to have Clark rescue Lana from the bad marriage, and basically, in an homage to uh, the season two finale, Exodus, we wanted to replay that moment where he hops on the motorcycle, and this time she gets on the back, and they drive off together. Lex Luthor would then release his remaining 33.1 freaks and send them to get Lana back. And then we're talking about opening up the seventh season with Lana working at a diner in the Midwest, Clark maybe fixing cars, and then the freaks show up to bring Lana back. And it ends up as a fight. Then, of course, it became, um, oh, the dam's got a burst. And then they say, oh, it's Bizarro, which I love. I was just thrilled to hear that it was Bizarro, especially when he's flying towards the camera and his face turns into classic Bizarro. So, yeah, basically, they were thinking about doing some sort of, like, Clark and Lana on the road, maybe in the first episode mm-hmm. as, like, a, you know, an homage. But then they thought, you know, they, they needed, like, a, I don't know, not just, like, anonymous Super soldiers running after Clark and Lana, you know, Bizarro is like a huge thing. Yes, because yeah. the show has gotten to be more superhero-y. Yeah. Uh, and 
it's also another reflection of um, um, you know, like Superman three when Clark and Superman got split into two, and it was like evil Superman for a while. I'm always reminded. When will the Olympics are on TV? The scene from Superman three when he goes and blows out the Olympic torch, <laughs> just classic. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, that's it for Phantom. Um, shall we talk? Uh, do you have anything more to say about Phantom? Nope. Nope. Can't wait to see who All survives right. the contract negotiations. I know, right? <laughs> um. Okay, so who do you think was knocked out the most this season? <laughs> well, Lana went to the hospital most. Yeah. She got shot several times. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Lois. You're, you're right. It's Lana. Oh, okay. Lana, it's definitely, Lana was knocked out ten times this season. Wow. <laughs> uh, and that brings up her knockout count to 41. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that evidence like, you know, the people on this show, they're at serious uh they're at uh what am I trying to say? What does he say? They're at uh risk of what is it uh the the football players have instead of, you know, concussions. Was that the Lou Gehrig's? No, but you know, concussions yeah. and brain injuries yeah. and oh. You know, with your brain bouncing around in your head from getting knocked out so much. Anyway. Parkinson's. No. Damn it. Something like. Somebody in the Facebook group is going to message us. Yeah, it's kind of like concussion. It's like a, maybe a, more specific than a concussion. Uh, in second place is Lex. Mm-hmm. Who got knocked out seven out of uh, 42 times he's been knocked out. So he's one knockout over Lana. Um... Lois was knocked out six out of the 16 times. Mm -hmm. Clark, five out of the 26 times. Um, Chloe, four out of 21 times. Ollie makes the list. And Jimmy, they both got knocked out two times this this season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, 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 someone escapes unharmed. Um, I actually, I should say Lionel got knocked out one out of six times that he's been knocked out so far, but someone escapes the season unharmed. No knockouts for Martha. Uh, <laughs> Good. Year. She's been knocked out 13 times though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, episode of the week. Phantom. Yeah. Nemesis, noir, prototype phantom. Yeah. I got to give it to phantom. I mean, oh my God, everything happens. Um. All right. Episode of the season. <laughs> episode of the season. <laughs> shall I run? Shall I run us through? <laughs> As I usually do. Okay. All right. So yeah, we started with Zod. Zod showed up, right? Yeah, that was good. Very good. Yeah. Sneeze. That was fun. Clark gets a super breath. Wither with the uh, poison ivy. That was okay. Um. Arrow, where Green Arrow gets to show oh, his goods. Arrow. Uh, I mean, I just Good love episode. Justin Hartley. Please come back, yeah. Ollie. Please come back, Justin. Uh, reunion, when we find out Lex and Ollie's background. Mm-hmm. Fallout, where uh, Bow Wow fights uh, Clark and Raya comes back to get killed. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Rage, where Ollie has a drug problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, static, where um, a... Uh, Men a human wants revenge, brings Lex into another static zone. Meanwhile, uh, Clark is fighting Batista mm-hmm. in Seattle. Yeah. It's like a separated. Yeah. 
Subterranean, where there were no mole men, but uh, Teen Wolf was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hydro, Clark and Lois's first kiss. Tori Spelling. I loved that one. Mm-hmm. Justice. Loved that one. Which is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Labyrinth, which I really dug as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crimson, which I dug. Wait, Crimson? That was strong. Crimson. That's the red lipstick <gasps> for tonight. That was I'm a just strong just... group of episodes yeah. right there. That was the yeah. how, uh, Halloween. <laughs> Valentine's. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Uh, Trespass, where Lana is stalked once again. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Freak, where Lark, uh, Lark, <laughs> uh, Clark, uh, heat visions Chloe's oh, chest. That was right, yeah. <laughs> the wedding episode, Promise. Wonderful. There's a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, combat. Uh, the uh, Fat Club one. Surprisingly club, yeah. great. Uh, progeny, surprisingly disappointing mm-hmm. with uh, Linda Carter. And then we were talking about Nemesis, Noir, Prototype, and Phantom this week. Yeah, Noir was great. So, yeah. um, I'll just say Justice was the best. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just think it had to do with, oh, Lana, you're not going to marry him. I'll meet you at the barn at 5 o'clock. But then Lana, yeah. then the, the engagement party and the red... K and all that super yeah. soap opery stuff the, with the <laughs> the love triangle between Clark, Lana, and Lex is just so good. So good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that as well. So, but I'm just going to pick Justice because it's easy to do. Otherwise, I'd be like Zod or Phantom, Labyrinth, Crimson, Promise. promise. Yeah, Promise. Really good. All right, so um, that's all for season six. Shall I um, tease out some season seven? We got four episodes next week. Please. The four episode titles are Bizarro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where we find out more about Bizarro. Okay. Uh, and the next one, spoiler alert, Kara. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, third episode is called Fierce. And the fourth episode is called Cure. Cure? Cure. Like C-U-R-E? Yep. Okay. Also, all right, so here's your teases. They're not a lot, I'm sorry. Okay. But um, the first thing I wanted you to do is look at the, make sure to check out the uh, title credits and notice there's a bit of shuffling. Um, There are two cast members that are added to the list, added to the credits. Mm -hmm. There's one cast member who has been there since season one that disappears. Mm-hmm. I think I know. Okay. I think Ashmore is added and Nettie is taken. And what? Sorry. Nettie. Oh, Eddie. And then O'Toole. Oh, Nettie. Yes. Oh, it's, oh Nettie. Sorry, you're breaking up. I was like, Eddie? Did you say oh, Eddie? <laughs> Eddie? Oh, Nettie. Yeah. All right. Um, so the next tease is, oh, you, you've been looking forward to it. It's finally here. Welcome to the writer's strike. <laughs> oh. This is the year of the writer's strike. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Which means this season only has 20 episodes. Oh, um, okay. The strike forced the CW to also push back air dates on several episodes and cost Allison Mack her first uh, direct her, her directorial debut. Oh. 
<laughs> so she would have she would have directed an episode, but uh, writer strike. So does she direct one later? Uh, I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler to say, yeah, <laughs> just not this season. Uh, okay. All right. So, uh, your next tease. An epic battle between Clark and his bizarre twin causes Lex to see an angel. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yes, that's right. David Boreanaz joins the <laughs> cast of Smallville. <laughs> no. No. That's right. Padme Amidala <laughs> joins the cast of Smallville. <laughs> Are you an angel? Uh, okay. Uh, the next tease. Uh, the planet gets a new editor. Uh, Lois doesn't forget about Wes Keenan and who was responsible. So Lois uh, is still on Lex's tail. Mm-hmm. Next tease is a shocking secret of Project Ares is revealed. Mm-hmm. What, what, uh, more can you, what more can you... Reveal. It's pretty shocking. Oh, trust me. If you're really paying attention, uh, I think in the last episode of the season, that shocking secret was on display. It just wasn't pointed out. Oh. <laughs> but I'll tell you about it once we once you find out. Okay. Um, the next one is an America's top, Next Top Model crossover. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> CW no. Uh, next is a season one villain returns, but is played by a different actor. Okay. And the last tease is either good or bad, uh, according to you. Another great bit of stunt casting. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, Bizarro Kara uh, or Kara, depending if you're. Um, uh, Allie McBeal or not um, Fierce or And Cure, uh, not or Cure It's like not an optional episode <laughs> um, Yeah, first four of season Seven, which uh, since it's Twenty, we'll be wrapping up in um, uh, uh, Five weeks Because <laughs> it's a shorter season Okay And uh, folks, if you want to jump on The iZombie train, we're going to be starting up again This week um, And uh, yeah, maybe Redemption cast sometime soon who knows? Um, so, yeah, happy season six to you. Uh, or actually, seven now. Happy season seven to you, Steph. Yay, season seven. <laughs> my Blu-ray is yet to arrive, but... Also, uh, but my book did. This is my la- the last official companion for Smallville is season seven. Really? So it's the la- yeah, this is the last season I'm going to be saying from the book of Smallville. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But there's still tons of trivia online, so... The Smallville Wiki is just a beautiful paradise where I can find out how many times Clark has worn his red jacket. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.